Welcome to BlockSec Journal. I'm Laurent, your host, and look forward to welcoming Alex of our crypto community discussing the Coinbase hack, which we have uh, seen all over the news. Um, so we will discuss uh, typically on a, on, a, on a weekly basis some of the latest hacks in the blockchain ecosystem. So uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome, Alex. How are you? Thank you. Welcome, Laurent. I'm fine so far, and uh, I want to give the question back to you. How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm great. Uh, uh, aside of some some uh, some companies which have been hacked. Uh, so, uh, what what do you think, uh, Alex? I mean, right now, you know, we're looking at the Coinbase uh, says uh, hackers uh, actually stole cryptocurrencies from uh, at least uh, 6,000 uh, customer accounts. Is that, uh, uh, have you heard of that? Uh, have you heard of that hack? Yeah, I read on Engage about this hack. And uh, for me, it was very interesting that uh, the publication of this hack was today, 2nd of October, but the time where this data were, were stolen uh, is between April and early May 2021. So for me, it's also interesting why they communicate now and not before. And are there really only 6,000 customers uh, that were uh, focused uh, or, or be stolen on this Coinbase platform? These are my questions for today. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Uh, it sounds quite uh, like a, a round number. So uh, uh, maybe it's more, uh, maybe it's less, who knows, but uh, it's definitely a number in the room. So apparently unauthorized uh, third parties exploited a flaw in the, uh, uh, in the company's SMS account recovery process. Uh, to, to actually gain access to, to, to accounts and transfer funds to crypto wallets, uh, which, uh, which are not associated with Coinbase. Uh, that's what, what the company said. Uh, they also stated that immediately fixed, uh, that's according to Reuters, uh, the flow, and apparently worked with customers to regain control of their accounts uh, and reimburse them for the funds they lost. Uh, so again, they're they're a listed exchange, they're a listed company uh, versus some other exchanges, which might be a bit more dubious. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's always a question of perception. Um, I have also my opinions on some exchanges. I'm also a big fan of several exchanges out there. And uh, so, uh, but it's at least, it's nice that Coinbase is uh, looking after the customers and uh, ensures that, uh, uh, essentially, the, uh, the the lost funds uh, will be reimbursed. Uh, apparently, the hackers needed to know uh, the uh, the uh, email addresses, the passwords, and phone numbers uh, which were linked to the affected Coinbase accounts uh, to uh, to 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 gain access uh, to the uh, to the data to the information. Um, is this, uh, is this uh, I mean, you know, how could this, how could this happen? Could this typically happen to, through a, uh, 
uh, a phishing attack and someone, uh, you know, just having a blonde moment and clicking on the link uh, and just being breached? Or how, uh, how do you see it? It's not clear from the statement of the company what was the reason or what was the, the attack vector uh, for giving this around uh, 125,000 user um, addresses and uh, email addresses and passwords and mobile phone numbers away. So... <clears throat> I think uh, it could be a phishing attack. It could be also a weak system uh, in the company itself. So we don't know it and maybe they don't want to say it uh, uh, exactly. Maybe they have to report it to uh, federal uh, investigations uh, or, or federal regulations. But uh, I think the public uh, audience will never know what was really the, the weak system. No. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, the problem is really that uh, all these three important uh, authentication um, factors are away. The email ad address, as I said, in combination with password and mobile phone numbers, the, they will be used for, for account recovery as well on this Coinbase system normally. So... <clears throat> We know uh, of these uh, SIM swap scams that it is possible to have older um, mobile phones uh, which uh, are registered um, on the GSM mobile network when you remove the SIM card. So, uh, and uh, if they're powered on, you have the ability to receive uh, SMS text messages from from. Uh, accounts or from for for numbers that uh, the sim card isn't even in the in the mobile phone uh, so yeah we know about the weakness of sms and now for coinbase uh, this is really not a good story that they lost this this over hundred thousands of uh, credentials but um sms for protection or the search factor that's also a big discussion in the industry but uh, let us uh, think also about uh, the time frame they reported uh, this today and uh, in april they started collecting uh, these uh, these informations the hack the hackers co uh, started collecting these uh, these uh, informations. Mm -hmm. So interesting is also that uh, on the 14th of uh, April, we had the IPO, the independent public offering at the NASDAQ of Coinbase. And uh, also the, the stock market reacts uh, at this uh, end point, 6th of May, with a 20% loss of the, the, the price of this uh, stock. So this is for me something in parallel. <laughs> yep. But uh, let's go back to, to IT security. What do you think about uh, such protected systems with username equals email address, password, and third-party factor um, as text or SMS? Well, you know, uh, 
maybe maybe taking taking a step back, uh, what I actually found very interesting that Coinbase uh, believe uh, that uh, that the hacker stole those credentials through a phishing scheme and also stated to the uh, uh, California Attorney General uh, in a letter that it did not find any evidence uh, uh, of the hacker getting information from Coinbase uh, directly. So, um, of course, and obviously that is their statement. Um, they also did not disclose uh, the amount uh, the, the, the hackers actually stole. So it's not very transparent for a publicly listed company, uh, a publicly listed exchange. Uh, I assume a bank would probably also not disclose when they would experience a breach of that kind of nature. Uh, I probably guess they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't publicly disclose it either or, or what kind of breach it is unless they have completed the uh, the internal investigation and collaborated uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, the the actual authorities, uh, trying to find out where it came from, what happened, etc. Um, for me, what I find interesting that that many um, accounts have been breached. Um, it's it's unlikely that it's. Uh, I don't know, I'm just thinking potentially, you know, information could have been stored in a database and the database has been breached. Uh, there are also the risk of insider threats uh, where they would probably retrieve data from a database. It seems quite a lot to me, but, you know, uh, I'm not an expert in that area. Uh, I understand uh, uh, some of the, the, uh, the SMS related attacks, but uh, since very little has been disclosed comparing to to other breaches which have happened, for example, in the DeFi space, um, like Poly Network, where things were reasonably transparent, and uh, some some analysts uh, and some uh, some researchers also highlighted uh, what actually happened, <clears throat> and also that some addresses have been blacklisted on the blockchain. Um, that's for me quite transparent. But in this instance, uh, yeah, it's lacking a bit transparency. Now. Uh, what Coinbase uh, mentioned and urged customers is, is to switch to a more secure form of two-factor authentication, like external hardware devices or authenticator applications, um, where I feel a bit um, biased about the whole thing. Why would you as an exchange even offer it if you think it could be probably not necessarily a secure way of... Uh, uh, or essentially offering SMS two-factor authentication. Don't you think that's a joke? It's quite like a joke, but uh, they they are going public in the stock market and have to give uh, um, a big, big customer base uh, for the investors. And you can only engage, uh, engage be engaged in a market uh, with easy accessibility to the systems. And when easy access is, uh, you provide easy access, you have also to deal with some security weakness. And uh, if you want to, uh, if, it, if it's required to use a system like the Coinbase exchange, and before you have to buy some hardware uh, tokens, or they have to deliver it to you, then the access to the market is uh, is completely different. And 
it's not so fast. So they have to deal with this balance, uh, access to market in, in, in a rapid way or um, a little bit uh, um, a, a not so rapid access, but uh, with uh, secure, secure devices and secure processes in the background. But I think that's the, that's the problem of, uh, of such a big company that is listed on an exchange that they have to bring their figures, uh, their customer their customer numbers and so on. And that is not possible to, to reach with uh, complex hardware security devices you have to send around uh, over the whole world. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree. And uh, you see, at the end of the day, uh, I have I have lot, lots of people and lots of uh, well essentially lots of colleagues friends and, and members uh, of the community um, who don't necessarily leave their assets on an exchange because uh, at the end of the day if you're leaving any assets on an exchange it's not really yours it's like uh, you know leaving money in the bank uh, it's insured up to a certain level in this case great and good on Coinbase that they're uh, actually looking after customers. Um, so, um, but uh, no, nonetheless, uh, it's, uh, yeah, uh, so security is a, is a big topic, uh, the, the two-factor uh, aspect. I mean, also another one which I looked at recently is the, the Google Authenticator, uh, using it as a second factor. Mm. I, I basically uh, also understood that, uh, well, comparing to the Microsoft one then a few other ones um, which are out there, um, the Google Authenticator is not that secure since uh, it does not, not allow you to, to lock the actual app. So you, would, you cannot add a pin. Uh, there's no such thing. So it's not really secure. I mean, uh, um, you find that also uh, concerning. I mean, it's, it has become almost the de facto standard in the industry to use Google Authenticator. I'm not sure people think about it uh, versus, versus other options, uh, you know, uh, a second factor, for example, uh, Trezor, very interesting. Uh, Ledger, so uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there's been a, there's been also some trouble with Ledger last year. Uh, there are Yubi keys. I mean, there are many things out there. Uh, would you, would you also more uh, bank on a uh, an actual hardware device, uh, which obviously doesn't have to be given up by the exchange, but it has to be acquired. Uh, by the, the individual uh, who's trading uh, with cryptocurrencies. Is that, is that something you would, uh, would recommend or do you have any, any other ideas or go, go for, for three factors or four factors and uh, kill the user experience? Uh, in general, um, this OTP standard or TOTP standard that lets you bring uh, let you bring a uh, third factor or, or, or second factor uh, if the username is not the factor I, I count the username also as a factor so um, let's uh, take Google authenticator as, as an example Google authenticator is nothing but an, uh, but an app that uh, allows you to generate this uh, these uh, association pairs between uh, the service provider and your app, your Google Authenticator app, and that is a standard. 
that is an encryption standard. You have a, a device random key, a secure key. You have a, a key uh, from the service provider. And then it uh, calculates um, from a, a time perspective or from a, a hash perspective, some codes, some, some changing codes. And these codes are basically good enough, but the problem is how is this app protected that uh, delivers this uh, rotating numbers uh, for the second or third factor? So I believe uh, Google Authenticator is not so, so bad, but as other products like Microsoft Authenticator or Authy or, or other services do, um, you have to combine it also on the device, perhaps with a biometrical factor that you can only use the, the second factor uh, app when you uh, provide the fingerprint. Yeah. And then it's quite the best or, or quite a sure method uh, to, uh, to secure these apps and these codes for the, for the service you want to unlock. But uh, for sure, you can also um, use these hardware tokens. There are several standards. There are hardware tokens that delivers the, the, the factor that, uh, as I described, Google Authenticator uh, is, is a software technical calculating, but um, you can also use um, hardware tokens that uh, provides the FIDO or FIDO2 standards. So mm -hmm. that's another um, approach of accessing systems. Uh, and then um, you only have to put in the key in, in your device, in your mobile phone, cell phone, or uh, in, into your USB uh, port of the computer or laptop. And then when you uh, request access to a system and the device is plugged in, then you have access. But uh, this, it's also possible to combine it additionally with a, with a biometrical um, check on this uh, key device. Yep. But uh, that's for, for financial institutes and uh, very uh, sensitive, uh, a company with sensitive information as Coinbase, as a customer perhaps, but it's too heavy for, for a standard customer to use uh, like that. So I would, I would uh, suggest those companies to switch from SMS or text definitively to an OTP system Software base is, is okay, but recommend additionally a biometrical check for accessing these uh, helper apps. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for your thanks for your input on that. So uh, I think we're slowly running out of time, and uh, well, it was it was great discussing the Coinbase hack with you and. Uh, well, looking, looking forward uh, to welcome you again in some of our sessions. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so we, uh, we will be back uh, next Saturday with our next session. And uh, wish you all a wonderful weekend. Cheers, I wish everyone. you all the best for, this, for the whole week and at the next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Cheers, Alex. Bye-bye. Bye, Laurent. Bye.